and get started. Do you say your name first? No, you say your name first. I'm Paige. And I'm Kira. And this is is not not. Thoughts with Thoughts. New name coming soon. In case you guys wanted to know, we both have green kazoos. Yeah, today. Usually we don't, but this time we did. Um, yeah, new name coming soon because after we uploaded the first one, we uh, <laughs> I looked it up on Spotify and it turns out that there's there a few like people that have the same name. I thought it was the most original thing I'd ever come up with, but whatever. Yeah, but that's okay. Um... I'm really, like, worried that we're, okay, so we're on Zoom right now because we're not together. We haven't seen each other since the last time we did. Like, two weeks. Yeah, it's been a minute. We FaceTimed earlier. I was like, wow, I feel like I haven't talked to you in 10 years. Anyway, (laughs) um, I don't know what I was going to say. I had something planned, and I don't remember what it was. Um, we actually have a plan today because, um, we thought maybe we'll do a few episodes where we actually are talking about something instead of everything. Um, so we were talking. Do you, okay, wait. Did you agree on the series ideas that I had? Because we kind of just talked about it and didn't really. Like, no, you kind of just told me that's what we were doing, and I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> well, it was an idea. I did not tell you. I, I did tell did. her she had to be on this podcast tonight, though. We've been trying. <laughs> I was like, get on, get on. I was home. like, sorry, I have a social life sometimes. Um. <laughs> You're just jealous. A little. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so we're going to do one where it's like, I just forgot how to talk. One series where we just talk about tragedies i guess just things like events that are really interesting to us yeah it doesn't have to be tragic i mean it probably will be but it doesn't have to yeah be. do you know us right but um yeah so this one we should we'll make up a series name somewhere in here for the series but um this one's gonna be about the titanic and how it took a nosedive into the ocean yeah <laughs> Someone wrote that in one of the articles. It was like, yeah, before Titanic took a nosedive into the ocean, I was like, that's really funny. I have to say that. Uh, It's really mean and unthoughtful. Should I have my Titanic CD pulling in the back? JK, we'll get copyrighted, but how perfect. How perfect. I'll Um, have them right here sitting next to me. (laughs) So... Before we, oh, I know what I was going to say 10 minutes ago. Before we get started, um, we will do a little bit of talking just to make it feel normal again. So, <laughs> this feels like the beginning of COVID. <laughs> this is so weird. Because I haven't yeah, Zoom we since then. Yeah, we were on Zoom call last year, like, just for literally no reason. Oh, it was because we were going to watch something on Netflix, and we were like, we can screen share it, and then we couldn't, obviously, on Zoom. Yeah. And then we, and then we just stayed, stayed up on the Zoom call all night. Yeah. <laughs> it was really fun, actually. It was really fun, and we're in the same place that we were. Both of us mm-hmm. are. 
when we did it. So wow. it was a year ago, a couple of days ago. So. Yeah, like literally yesterday, I think. Or the day before. the 31st, I think. Or the I'm 31st. pretty sure it was yesterday just because I remember seeing like... I know we saw the memory, day. but I don't think it yeah. was yesterday. I don't, it doesn't matter. It literally does. It literally does not <laughs> at all. Anyway, Kira, how's your life been in the last couple of weeks? Sorry, you're breaking up. I can't hear you. <laughs> what have you done? Working at school and business. <laughs> no, just <laughs> just schoolwork. Just schoolwork. That I literally can't do. Yeah. You need to not do all of those. She's I wish like, you didn't ask me that. I'm sorry, don't cry. She has tears. She has tears. I have tears. <laughs> um, fine. I'll just talk about me then. Uh, <laughs> of course. It's always about you. Just like you got to practice your song that entire day. Song. <laughs> it's always about you. I know she's not listening to this. She's only going to no. listen to this if she hears the song and she's like, what if that's about me? Right. She's just going to listen to it to see if we talk about her. Which, duh. <laughs> yes. Honey, you got some fixing to do in that brain of yours. <laughs> I mean, don't we all? But we need to stop weight shaming. But yeah. well, that's all we're going to say for that one. For sure. For Definitely sure, let's not that. do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I started a new job at a hair salon. I'm going to plug it. I'm sorry. Guys, if you live in Winter Garden, you should totally come and get your hair done at Millionaire Hair Salon. We also have a lot of other things. Go on the website and find out. This is an ad. This is an ad. Um, but please come and see me in my environment. I'm just a receptionist. I don't do anything else, but it's so fun. And everyone there is really nice. And um they're really talented at what they do and they've been doing it for a really long time and they know what they're doing um and they're gonna do my hair i'm getting my haircut on monday again the way that i actually want it oh meredith okay. meredith ah! that's that she's my reference picture so oh my God, good yeah and they were like oh this is gonna look great we're, we'll do it yeah and they've been what complaining want, what day do you want me to come in because that could be, like, a day that you're working that you mm-hmm. could, I could just come in one of those days and that could be the excuse for us to hang out. Yeah, it could be, like, a Saturday. Like, are you working on a, like, wait, what? I was going to say it could be, like, a Saturday and then you could spend the night. Exactly. hmm We'll talk about it more later. See, yeah. Kira wants to get her hair done at this place because it's so good, so you guys should totally come. And also, she said I don't have to pay for it. Yeah, I'm going to pay for it for her because it because needs to be done and I don't want to do it. I don't even have enough money for Bleach to do it myself, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, they will, okay, so they've been, like, bullying me about, like, not bullying, but um, since they're professionals, and I'm so obviously not, they've been, like, Every single day, I th- there's not a day that goes by that I'm at work and they don't, one of them doesn't say, oh, we need to fix your hair. So, <laughs> no, I just, I'm like, oh, please do it then. Because right. we, we were going to wait until the end of April because I wanted to have my teal roots for prom. But now I don't think I'm going to go to prom. So, um, I think we're going to just do it now. And I'm going to probably like take pictures in my prom dress with the tag on it and then return it after the pictures. I was gonna say definitely do that. If yeah. you do an anti-prom, when were you thinking? Because I want to do that really bad. 
Um, probably around the same time normal prom was gonna be, but we're not gonna dress up, so we don't have to worry about it. Well, I mean, I think like a like not like dress up, dress up, but like a little bit, like wear a dress. Yeah, I don't like I I wanted to wear my prom dress because I bought one, but um, no one else wants to dress up, so like a casual dress, like yeah, yeah, do yeah. something. Yeah, we could, and also like take pictures and stuff. And you're probably gonna yeah. Be I was there. gonna say like don't show up in like jeans. That would yeah. be really awful. I agree, but we're also that's probably, just a party. I don't know what we're gonna do. Like we're probably it's gonna be like a movie night because for sure. But there could yeah. be dancing and snacks, lemonade mouth. Yeah, if any of you guys that are involved in the anti prom um, are listening to this, which Melanie, I know you are. I know you're listening. Hi. Um, we're doing it no matter what you say and everyone is going to come and it's going to be so fun. So I already know what I'm going to wear. I'm so excited to find out. It's going to be what I wore in the Instagram post, the black. Yay. That was a really good outfit. Cause I want an excuse to wear it. Like not just in my house. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. To, to stay before we get started with the Titanic. Which, on my notes, when I was typing them in Google Docs, I misspelled it as titty Anik. And I'm not even kidding, it was an accident. Like, it was fully an accident. True. But, like, yeah. I mean, go off. That's it's, it. That's what it wants to be. Like, the ghosts are coming to me and telling me this is what they want it to be called. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, I think that's Look everything. what I got. Oh, it's not everything. The stupid book of plays. By this stupid lady I hate. And there's Yeah, there's just nobody by that name that's very, very good. Yeah, literally, that's what I've been saying. Everybody with that name, I hate. Which we can't say because we're terrified that we the person we're talking name. about is listening. Um, but I can think of one, two, three, four off the top of my head. Yeah. People with that name that I hate. I will not be naming my daughter that. No, if I would. It's a bad name. Bad name. Bad news from the Zone Stumbleweeds. <laughs> bad, bad news from the Zone Stumbleweeds. Um, um, this is um, really hot. I don't know why. Damn. You know, all those questions I was being asked in the car. <laughs> I was just like, I don't want to answer. Uh, um, okay. I think it's time that we get started. Guys, I took a lot of notes. I took a lot of notes. Um, I literally did research on this because I thought, fun literally? fact, literally, <laughs> literally, um, I thought that I knew everything about Titanic because I've been obsessed with the movie since I was like eight, <laughs> but apparently the movie doesn't tell you everything, but I like watch documentaries too, but See, I guess none of that stuff. you should have been obsessed with movies that weren't based on real events. Like, I can confidently say that I know everything about Harry Potter because there's nothing real about it that I could know. So I know everything, and it was That's your true. mistake. That's a good point. Making a real event to obsess over. Yeah, but I'm never going to stop obsessing. And we have some it's fun okay. facts about the movie at the end. So it's yeah. okay. I don't know how long this is going to be, and I told her that it might be, we might do two parts, just because I don't know how long it's going to be, but we're going to try to do it all in one and see how it goes. So, <sighs> we'll see. So, we're going to talk about um, <laughs> all of, like, the event, and we're going to talk about 
the event this time. And then That's in the true. next, we're going to talk about the possible suspects. <laughs> so the, victim. the whole point that we started a podcast was because we listened to Morbid and we were like, yeah. I love them. And we like relate to them because they we are them. The that we have, like, I'm literally Lena and she's literally Ash. Yeah. And that's so. literally what this is going to be. <laughs> no, it that's literally is. True. And I'm not even ashamed. Um, no, not at not all. Not even a little bit. No. No. Do you hear my chair creak? Sorry. Yeah. Um, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Ugh. Again. Um, <laughs> that was me leaving the Zoom call. I haven't heard that joke in a long time. <laughs> okay. So, um, oh, this is so weird. <laughs> We have, I have little sections, so we have, like, you know, the building stuff, the, the, who was on the ship, stuff that happened on the ship, the actual sinking of the ship, um, some survivor stories, some other stuff, and then I also have some ghost stories, just because I thought it would be fun, um, and to shed a little, little or not shed a little of light, that's not the right phrase, but, um, Make it more happy because Titanic is kind of really sad. Lighten the mood. If you didn't know. Lighten the mood. Thanks. Aw. Anyway. <laughs> okay, we're going to get started with why I went to go. Oh, this feels what? so weird. What? <laughs> so weird. I feel like I'm teaching a class. So you, might, you can be my student that yeah. makes witty comments on the side. <laughs> yep, that's you. Cool. Okay. So... The Titanic was built by the White Star Line that was, like, their company that they were under. Um, and so, White Star Line's biggest rival was named, I think I'm saying this right, Cunard? Cunard? Don't right. know. Didn't look it up. Something like that. Um, and so, in 1906, Cunard announced um, the armas Lestinia and Mauritania. Um, and at the time they were like the fastest ships at sea and so they like um they won like i think i read that they won like world records for how fast they got to america stuff like that and so obviously this was taking like money out of what white star line was making so they were like we have to do something and they announced in 1909 that they were going to be building a series of sister ships which was the rms olympic rms titanic and the rms britannia um two of them sink Yes, like, and we will get to that. Yes. To each other. <laughs> Two of them did sink. That's so awful. Um, so yeah, they announced those, and they said that they weren't competing with speed, but they were competing with the size and the luxury, and Titanic was the biggest ship ever um, at, I think it was 883 feet long. And that's actually why it rhymes with gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fact. Yeah, where did you learn that? Look it up. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell. Magician never reveals their secrets. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, they were competing with the size and luxury. But, I mean, if you saw the movie, you saw that they were, like, at the time they hit the iceberg, they weren't slowing down. They were at full speed. Um, and they weren't going down. So, it sounds like they were kind of competing for speed, too. But they say that they weren't. They weren't. Okay. And that was just the movie. But they actually were going full speed also that night. But we're going to get to that later. Okay. So also, um, the Titanic, after it sank, was still the longest ship, the largest ship ever up until 1936. 
which was when, you'll know the name, the Queen Mary was built. And then that was the longest ship. So everything kind of ties into place. Um, (laughs) All right, so building it, um, it was built by a company called Harlan and Wolf in Belfast. Um, 3,000 men worked on the RMS Titanic. The naval architect, which is the person who's in charge of designing what the ship would look like, you'll also know this name, is Thomas Andrews. He's the one that's like... Don't know that name. Did you watch the movie? Yes. I don't remember that name. He's the guy that's like... um, Rose is like, I saw the iceberg, Mr. Andrews, and I see it in your eyes. Oh my god! And Uh, he's like... Garber's character? I think so. I think that's his name. Oh my god! He's like, the ship will sink. He's also the one that's like... um, I'm pretty sure... He's also the one that's like... um, the guy's like, the Titanic can't sink. And he's like, she's made of iron, sir. I assure you, she can't. <laughs> made of iron, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's Thomas Andrews. So while you're looking up who played him. <laughs> um, construction- I love Victor Garber. He it is in the Assassin's movie. He's in a lot of stuff. <laughs> Just so. Cal Hockley. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we have- personal yeah it is victor garber yeah obviously cal hockley is just a character he's not real but um, he was also legally blonde oh my god yeah but cal hockley looks and acts like he has the same that's where else i know him from he has the same mannerisms as brendan urie and yeah, he looks just like him, and it's really scary. Yeah, it's, it's like, if you go back and watch the movie now, <laughs> knowing who Brendan Neary is, and, like, knowing a little bit about him, it's, like, it just makes him even yeah. worse. We don't support it's him. Horrible. So, it makes it even worse. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So, construction began on March 31st, 1909, which was just the anniversary of that. And, what? um... Huh? <laughs> I'm sorry, I was, I was going through everything... <laughs> That Victor Garber was in on his IMDb page, and it says Glee, and it says he was Mr. Schuster, but no, he, <laughs> he was wasn't. Mr. Schuster. <laughs> he definitely wasn't. Dude, Thomas Andrews, like, <laughs> singing. <laughs> he was, the ship will sink. The ship will sink. <laughs> but he sings it to the tune of a Journey song. Duh, obviously. That's so funny. Sorry, we weren't supposed to talk about Glee. Oh my god. Oh, wait. We already it's mentioned the anti It just showed up on the IMDb. It's not it's our okay. okay, so okay, back to back to what we're doing. Um okay, so it took 24 months after it started building to launch. During the building of it, 246 of the 3,000 men that worked on it were injured. Um, but Apparently, there was a, an unsaid, like, myth in shipyards while they were being built that um, every 100,000 pounds spent was worth one man's death. So, a, a, a worker would die every time they spent $100,000. Titanic took, I think, I didn't write it down, I'm dumb, but I think it took 1.5 thousand pounds. Anyway, <laughs> that took way too long to come out of my mouth. So one and a half men died? Actually, um, eight people died. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. <laughs> um, so eight men died during the construction of the ship. Only five of those names are known, and they're actually on a plaque um, near where they built it, or where they built it. They're on a plaque somewhere. Um, their names were Samuel Scott, 
John Kelly, William Clark, James Dobbin, and Robert Mur- Murphy. So, rest in peace. You built... You build a ship. You build a ship that also is resting in pieces. So true. <laughs> so true. Um, the ship was 883 feet long. Queen- oh, I already said the Queen Mary thing. Wow, look at me. Ooh, fun part about the building. The Grand Staircase, which is what you see in the movie when, you know, Jack's like, meet me at the Grand Staircase. And um, she's like walking down. Mm-hmm, and, he, and he's like, I saw that in Nickelodeon once and I always wanted to do it. That's a Grand Staircase. Um, which was one of the most impressive features of the Titanic. I would um, say so. I would say so too. It was the center of first class activity. Um, it, it spanned six decks. Um, and so I think it said B deck to E deck, and then it went down to F deck um, as a regular staircase. So it was all that like luxury for the B deck to E deck. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so obviously we know that Titanic was called unsinkable, which is really awkward. One man said that not even maybe, God. Maybe if they hadn't called it that, it wouldn't have. Sucked. Right. One man said that not even God could sink the ship. Um, I guess it goes God iceberg. Yeah, Word about God. And I have a quote in here somewhere. One of the um, survivors said um, that their mother said that they shouldn't mock God in that way. No wonder something like that happened. You know, which, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the reason that it was called unsinkable, obviously every ship can sink, but the reason it was called unsinkable was that the Titanic had 16 airtight compartments, which is, like, where the workers were, um, they basically, the doors would close if there was an emergency, which is why, like, in the movie, you see them, like, diving under trying to get through, um, and so there's 16 of those, and if four of those were filled, then the ship would still stay afloat, so there, in their minds, it was, well, the doors will be closed by the time four of the compartments flood so that was why like they called it unsinkable but mythbusters say we're gonna bring in the mythbusters that um the ship wasn't called unsinkable until after the ship sank it was called unsinkable but not by many it wasn't known as the unsinkable ship um until after the ship sank and it hit press and now it's called unsinkable huh so well that just sounds like they're mocking them at yeah. that point, they're like, oh, unsinkable. Yeah, right. That's kind of mean. Yeah. People die. Do they know that? I don't know. There's actually some, um, when the ship sank, there's, um, the video I watched was like, fake news was still around in the 1910s. Yeah, it's called yellow journalism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Duh. But when the ship sank, some, um, like the New York Times uh, newspapers, other ones that I don't know the name of, were, um, like, printing that the ship didn't sink and it was slowly inching its way to the harbor. Um, obviously not true. Obviously <laughs> that's not what happened, but, um, which caused- not for, at the harbor. Which caused for confusion when family members waiting in America were waiting for their loved ones and they never came. So true. So now we're gonna get to the captain! Um, Yay. He's a lovely man. Um, his name was Captain Edward Smith, and he was very, like, looked up upon. So Captain Edward S- Smith was, like, very honorable. He'd been on many ships of the White Star Line before. He was on the RMS Olympic when that sank and <laughs> arrived. Um, and that was before Titanic. That was in 1911. 
Um, but then ultimately Titanic was his last one. That's a rough life. <laughs> yeah. And he God. said he said that um he was gonna retire after the Titanic's maiden voyage, but White Star Line didn't want them to didn't want him to, so White Star Line was like, No, you're gonna be on the Titanic until the Titanic is no longer. Woo! So <laughs> true, White Star Line. Um Well, I guess there was a win-win for both of them. I guess so. Um so Captain Smith was born on January 27th, 1850. Um, he left school early to join the Merchant Navy and the Royal Naval Reserve. And then the, after that, he joined the White Star Line. His first command was the SS Celtic, and he also commanded on the Olympic, which I said he's there during the collision. Um, and if you don't know, the RMS Olympic um, collided with a Britain warship in 1911 called the HMS Hawk. I didn't know that until I did this, so You'd I heard it. After one ship crash, you would never get on another ship in your life. Oh, we're going to get there, too, because there's another story about another survivor, but I'll get there in a second. <laughs> um, so there are conflicting accounts of Smith's death. So let me turn my page really quick. <clears throat> I just burped. I'm sorry. <laughs> um... So some survivors say that they saw Smith enter the um, the captain's quarter, the the bridge, which is what he did in the movie. That's why that's like the image of him, um, and die there. Oh, it's front and back. I was like, that is not the next page. <laughs> that's the part that always like obviously the whole movie makes you feel like, Ugh. but like I don't know what that part of it like is so like. Like, yeah, because you like, just imagine, chilling, like, the just, amount like, of oh water pressure, god. like, I don't know, like... That's the like, part that just makes me be like, oh my god, like, he just, like, was waiting to... Ugh. Yeah, I and I, I, don't, so I don't know whether, like, the w- initial water pressure would have killed him or if he would have drowned, but either way, That's I hope so it was horrible. the water pressure. I, hope I really do, pressure. too, because imagine just, like, floating in there. I can't. I hate it and, so Like, much. being able to maybe swim out, but the suction, uh, mm-mm. Couldn't, uh, that's so scary. (laughs) So, um, a, the New York Herald, um, sorry, the New York Herald quoted Robert Williams Daniel, and Robert Williams Daniel jumped from the stern right before the ship sank. Um, and he said, and he survived. He said, I saw Captain Smith on the bridge. My eyes seem seemingly clung to him. The death Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I'm gonna start over. <laughs> I, yeah. saw Captain, I saw Captain Smith on the bridge. My eyes seemingly clung to him. The deck from which I was left was immersed. The water had risen slowly and was now to the floor of the bridge. Then it was to Captain Smith's waist. I saw him no more. He died a hero. Um, Captain Smith had made statements in the past saying that um, if there was a, a disaster that he would go down with his ship. <laughs> Which didn't happen for the Olympic, but did happen for the Titanic, in case you didn't know. Yeah. Um, And then just the last little thing about him is that today there is unfortunately no blood family related to him um, because his widow was hit and killed by a taxi in New York City. And he had, I believe, twins. Um, his, and it was a a boy and a girl. His son was a pilot, I think, and was killed in World War II. 
and then his daughter died of polio a few years later. And neither of them. And had neither of kids. them had kids. Oh. So, yeah, um, the Smith family went through it. Yeah. But um, Captain Smith is a hero, and we we love him. Um. All right. So, the original uh, voyage, the maiden voyage, because this was the first time Titanic had gone across sea. The plan was for it to go from Britain to America, starting in Southampton, and then going to France, and then Ireland, and then straight over to New York. Um, and then the return route was supposed to be New York, and then Plymouth, England, um, Cherbourg, and then Southampton. So, oh, that was France, France, and then Southampton. Am I saying that right? Southampton? Yeah. I so. I don't know. Um, this is fun. Okay, so I also did a little part of the life on the Titanic. So like, what it'd be like to, like, live there for those four days. Um, we'll need to go to the Titanic experience. Oh, we, do. we do. We've we do. We've been saying that for, like, almost a year. <laughs> we'll go. We'll, we'll go, Steve. I wonder if it's open. I bet it is. Yeah. Yeah, we should go. We will. Um, <clears throat> so, if you were a first-class... Um, first class passenger the movie made it seem like first second and third class were like all opposite of each other um with like third being the poorest like right which was like they were the poorest with their little dance parties underground (laughs) yeah but um third class wasn't treated as badly as the movie made it seem like they didn't have all the all of the things that first class had but they were still gifted a lot on the ship that other uh cruise lines cruise lines don't think that's really what it was called at the time you know (laughs) what i mean um other ones wouldn't do um but we're gonna start with first class um so if you were a first class passenger you would probably get a three-bedroom suite for um and probably have a maid um your own bathroom and a closet you could take whatever the hell you wanted with you on that ship just know if you decide to get on the Titanic, you're probably not, not getting that back. stuff back. <laughs> um, oh, so. man. Imagine, like, bringing something really special. Yeah. And, and then like, you lose it, and then you don't get it back because the ship sank. Yeah. That'd be so sad. Like a life. Oh, I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like, like, a necklace or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there was, but we'll get to that later. We'll get to that. <laughs> Um, okay, so, so amenities for the first class were obviously the most, so you would probably get up and go to the ship's veranda cafe for tea in the morning. Um, there was a first class tea room, and then, um, so during the day, they would, you know, be walking around on the ship. And they, they would probably play some some shuffleboard. There was a lot of shuffleboard going on. Um, and it, it, it decided to mention that, um, you know, now you think of, of shuffleboard as, like, only old, old people thing. play mm-hmm. shuffleboard. But at the time, that was just the, the, the rage. Um, and well, so, like, yeah, I would imagine it was yeah. popular amongst young people, and then those young people just... Got old and yeah. still like shuffleboard. Yeah, yeah. So there's like there's some <laughs> pictures uh, like on the ship of um 
like kids just having a grand old time playing shuffleboard. Wow. So that's really cute. Um, so yeah, they would play shuffleboard. Um, and then when they dined at night, it was actually very similar to the movie. They had like the music playing. Um, get this. The meals, you know, obviously you're thinking like full course meals. Now, now think of 13 course meals. How many courses get... <laughs> what different courses could there be? So, um... Here, okay, let me think of as many as I can. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm gonna say drinks are their own course, appetizers, entrees, desserts, maybe salad is its own course. Um, maybe... That's as many as I can think of as five. Maybe tea is another course. Maybe wine is another course. I'm going to go with seven courses is my final answer <laughs> that I can think of. So the 13 courses that, um, like, included, I, I'm going to try so hard to pronounce it. Pate de foie gras. Ew. Um, peaches. I know that because I watch a lot of cooking shows. Oh, yeah. That. Um, peaches in chartreuse jelly and Waldorf pudding, which is just fancy vanilla and fruit pudding using apples, walnuts, and raisins. Um, probably some caviar. Um, each course came with wine, um, and it could take up to five hours at the dinner table to finish all 13. 13 That's what I'm thinking. Like, I don't understand. I one. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, I I can't imagine having to eat 13 courses. Yeah, more than, like, three plates of something. Like, and that's a lot. Like, this is, like, Thanksgiving times 13, you know? (laughs) That's insane. And also, I would just like to say it being the number 13 before Taylor Swift remade the number 13. 13 was a very unlucky number. So maybe the 13 courses is the reason Maybe they should have taken one away. The unsinkable ship was not- Maybe they could have gone without the caviar, because gross. Not unsinkable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So other selections was lamb, raw oysters, veal, sturgeon marrow, roast duck, creamed carrots, and steak. Um, Why would you want that? I yeah. don't, I, not, not a single thing you said just sounded good. Right. So, um, maybe steak. I don't even like steak. I like steak. I do. Well, like you steak. can have it then. I'll stick with <laughs> the pudding and the wine. Okay. Thank you. So, I know what you're thinking. We were all thinking it. How do you eat 13 meals and still fit in a first class looking dress? They have that drink from the Hunger Games. Maybe. Um, I should not. Oh my god. Me growing up watching that movie being like, mm, I want that drink. Me too. (laughs) dangerous. Like that was one of the things I asked for at my birthday, my Hunger Games birthday party. They were like, that's not a real thing. I was like, Anyway, um, <laughs> um okay. <laughs> Let's remember that. <laughs> so, 
How did they fit into their corsets and tuxedos after eating 13 courses every night? Well, obviously. How long was this this cruise? Um, So it left on April 10th, and then it sunk the morning of the 15th. Well, yeah. How long was it supposed to be? I believe it was supposed to get there on the 20th. They ended up getting into getting there on the 18th on the Carpathia when, like, the survivors. Mm -hmm. But um, I think I have it written down somewhere, but I don't know. (laughs) That's, like, what, 10 days of 13 courses? And that's, like, not even just dinner. Is that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? I think that that was just dinner. Okay. But I'm sure they had, like, three course meals. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, my God, calm down. Breakfast is only... 12 courses right oh oh gosh gotcha. okay but like in total, maybe now the ship maybe, won't sink right maybe the ship wouldn't have sank if they weren't all eating like 20 courses a day maybe yeah. saying anyway maybe so, it's their fault how did they stay stay thin and looking like first class yeah. passengers well right after dinner a lot of them went straight to the gym ah there was a gym on the ship there was a gym and um <laughs> The gym, I think I read somewhere. I thought I wrote it down, but I don't see it. Um, oh, it's literally right in front of my face. Um, they had stationary bicycles, um, men- mechanically worked saddles, and a stationary rowing machine. And there's a picture of one of the, a couple of passengers on the um, bikes, fully clothed in their 1912 gear, like, the, the woman is wearing her full corset and dress, <laughs> but breaking a sweat on that on that bike. That's so funny. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. That's a photo shoot we need to do. For sure. For that sure. That would be really, really cool. Um, so, yeah, they would go to the gym and, oh, back to their cabins. Um, cap- cabins also had a fireplace, like, a breakfast table, lounge furniture, and were decorated in different period styles. So um, this includes French Louis the Roman numerals <laughs> XVI sixteenth. Yeah, sixteenth. The Georgian the eighties. The sixties. Yeah. The nineties. The two thousands. Yeah, yeah oh, all so of them. Cool. They predicted it. <laughs> wow that's why they had to sink it was the government being like they can't know the fact they can't know yet early in advance <laughs> <laughs> they predicted all of the events that would happen in the next like century they predicted the titanic they actually made they, it sink because they knew because the movie would make a lot of money in order for the future to happen in they order for Leo, in order for me to have the life that i had the titanic they had to sink. so there's also a private lounge. Um, there's and at this private lounge, they did a little bit of what we just did. They gossiped a lot. Gossip oh. was a huge thing. There's a little part in the movie where they're talking about um, something that someone did um, while they're sitting there, and then Rose sees the little girl like trying to straighten her posture, and she gets triggered. Yeah. Um, so if you wanted to relax a little more. Why don't you go have a spa day in one of the ship's Turkish baths? Yes, please. <laughs> so, 
uh, a Turkish bath is that's a, a very much that's very much a mama needs wine thing. Yeah, so <laughs> using very much mama needs wine. Yeah, so it's basically like a, a style where um, you can like detox from that thirteen course meal and sweat a little bit more of it out. Of um, so that's why I wear long sleeves on hot days. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, the gymnasium also had a punching bag. So that's good. fun. So good. Um, an electric camel and an electric horse. What? So. <laughs> huh? I don't know. The 1912 seem. <laughs> I I'm imagining like the like you know what's in, in front of like a Kmart like those little like toy rides that you <laughs> you put a quarter in and you. I, like, I was thinking like a mechanical <laughs> bowl. <laughs> totally different um but yeah i mean i honestly probably the same mechanics <laughs> why did they have a mechanical bull they should have Titanic. like right on the edge of the Do ship better. Like, please don't fall off because Do you would better. like fly overboard <laughs> oh that'd be crazy <sighs> okay so oh, this is my favorite part of the whole thing after dinner and their little gymnasium trip some of them would go um to the bar, you know, just to, to have a little drink to finish off their night. Have more wine after their 13 courses of it. <laughs> right. Um, you know, just to, just to, just to top it off. Um, and if, if you wanted something a little bit harder than champagne, which is what I guess most people got, um, go-to drinks were usually a Tom Collins. Whoa. Yeah. They predicted it. I know. I'm just saying, if the they Titanic didn't it. happen, I wouldn't be here. You <laughs> Guys, my dad's name is... That's, that's her dad's name. My dad's Guys. name is Tom Collins. And we have a... Just like the character from Rent, as well. That's also true. Rent wouldn't have happened without the Titanic. <laughs> we do have a painting me. in my house of a Tom Collins that says Tom oh. Collins on it. Oh, yeah. Um, or a Robert Burns. Robert Burns, if you're out there. The Titanic, if the Titanic didn't happen, no, n- neither would you. Exactly. <laughs> so, thank Any you. Robert Burns listening? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I thought that was fun. <laughs> so, now in second class, they had um, the same, kind of pretty similar. They had their own little cafes and lounges, um, but the differences were more of their, like, sweets and their eating habits um i wish i didn't say it like that that kind of yeah. triggered me i'm, I'm kind of like baby and comfy things <laughs> um so a second class ticket was worth what would be about fourteen hundred dollars today so it's sixty dollars back then crazy um and so they would have two beds and a little wardrobe. Sometimes they'd have a little table in between the beds, but that was it. It was just like one room. Um, they didn't have their own bathrooms, but they had a sink. Um, and then the food, they also had that, that glazed duck and the, the pate. Um, Do they have 13 courses, though? I don't think so. I don't think they had to deal with 13 courses. Good for them. Second class sounds a-okay. But they did have a, a good eating. Um, they, they also had curried chicken, uh, wine jelly at home every night. 
that literally sounds so much better than what the first class people right are like kidding? i'd be totally fine with second class oh my god second class is so much better mm-hmm. and then like i said the movie definitely does third class a bit of a dramatic uh mm-hmm. drop <laughs> um so third class tickets were around 40 dollars, which is 142 to 460 today um which is equivalent to what cruise prices are right now because the 300 dollars ones oh yeah i totally like, right now, i was right like now, what do you mean like, like cruises no, are not, expensive like i mean like right now right now yeah right now with covid and yeah um but like you know if you were working in 1912 um they made like a quarter an hour so that was still they'd have to save up for real expensive yeah they had to save up for months to get that um, obviously, third class didn't have a huge dining hall. Dining hall, not hole. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say they had to eat out of a hole. <laughs> Maybe they were done a little bit dirty. That's like punchy things. <laughs> Whatever you want. Whatever's in the hole, you can have. <laughs> Whatever you can just the, the scraps, the dirt, <laughs> the scraps, <laughs> everything that they like pushed off the plates of first class. <laughs> that they had their 13 core, at least they could have taken Into some hole, and then the, first, the third class were, like, scrunching for bits in the hole. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um... Or it was, like, ice fishing, where it was just, like, a hole, and they had to, like, catch their own fish. I would be okay with a third class dinner, which oh. usually consisted of roast beef and gravy, corn, Ooh. potatoes, dessert, and plum pudding. Dessert. Wait, that sounds like kind of good too. Right? Like, all right, I'll spend forty dollars on a ticket. Anything to... sounds better than first class. Literally, like I, <laughs> not not feeling it. But yeah. um, third class did sleep where they slept in the movie, which um was right near like in the, the noisiest zone, the drowning zone, the noisiest uh part of the ship, and third class only had access to two bathrooms. And there were more, I believe there were more third-class passengers than anything else on the ship. I think that might be wrong, but I think. But um, I saw Never mind, second-class sounds fine. There was like <laughs> 700 third-class passengers. So imagine mm-hmm. sharing two bathrooms with 700 other people. I don't even like sharing two with three other people. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yuck. Um. But another fun little thing is that there was a pool on the Titanic, which um, a lot of ships didn't have at the time, didn't have pools. No one really knows whether or not the pool was, like, limited to first class or not, but um, maybe. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. You just had to be there. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Shifting to the Titanic. I was thinking about that the entire time I was doing this, and I was like, just to eat a second-class meal. Mm. Yeah, right? (laughs) Like, uh, but I don't know. It sounds traumatic, and maybe a little bit. come back before it sinks, and then just don't go back. I wouldn't be able to do that, because I would be like, no, this raised me. I gotta know. I would be like, okay, this is fine. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I Maybe I'd shift to the movie. Just, and I ship myself as Rose. True. Leo. Leo. I would ship myself as either of them. Leo? Actually, no, I don't want to die. So, Rose it is. Leo, come on the pod. 
Leo, Leo, please come on the pod. Kate Winslet, too. Dude, no, but if I shifted as Rose, then I would not be as stupid and let Jack on the door. Exactly. Or at least trade off. Right, like every couple minutes. God, she's so you're so stupid, Rose. You're, you're so stupid. stupid. Why'd you do that? <laughs> he was predicting the future. <laughs> Maybe he was a time traveler. Maybe that was Honestly, I would right. believe it. He there knew was like she a, was stupid. There was like a, t- a trailer of Titanic 2 that I saw on YouTube when I was like eight. Yeah. And it was like, he you're was, gonna see her. And she's like, and it's like, you're so stupid, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they like found his body frozen in an ice cube, and so they like unfroze him, and he like was alive. It's like some Walt Disney shit. <laughs> Doesn't and, sound as good as the actual Titanic. Too. Yeah, and then he started um, Titanic. Oh my god, what was it called? Um, Titanic. Titanic: The Legend Goes On. I don't mm. think it was as good as that movie. But, like, it was, like, a clip of him That's running so from one of his other movies and then, like, getting, like, looking for Rose. Like, where's Rose? Where's Rose? And then, like, find her grave. Whoa. Yeah, I definitely prefer Titanic, The Legend Goes On, <laughs> yeah. featuring the rapping dog and Detective Man and Cinderella Girl and Singing Mice. And I prefer that movie. And it was a happy ending. So... <laughs> okay um, guys go watch titanic the legend goes on <laughs> um if you want to hear a rapping dog sing about party time wow and then oh my god it's so it's so funny and then like obviously the boat sinks because that happens but then it's like all the main characters survived and so it's like here's what they're doing now and it just like pretends that the Titanic, like, wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> it's such a bad movie. Oh, my God. Anyway, and the animation is, like, terrifying. Is it a whole movie? Yeah, it's, like, a whole animated movie. Wow. It's, like, two hours long. <laughs> also, fun fact, the movie, um, the Titanic movie is longer than it took the ship to sink in real life. Yeah. So, anyway... I did try my best, and I tried to find crimes on the ship, because I thought that would kind of be fun to, like, know what happened, like, if there was a crime on the ship. Yeah, like, in the movie when Jack gets put, yeah, but I couldn't find anything other than the murders, like, the night of. that pipe. Yeah, a couple people, like, got shot. Um, not the people in the movie. And that wasn't interesting enough to include. (laughs) Well, but I'm... (laughs) It was like Man, the night of people got shot. <laughs> oh my god! No, it, I mean, but it it Who happened. Was bringing guns on the ship. It was. Um, I guess it was the also gun control, not a thing. Yeah. Right. Well, but, it still isn't as good as it should be. But anyway. right, right. But um, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into it. Um, right. But I, I guess it was like the the workers, the crew members. Had, like, and I, I don't, like, I saw that a guy was, like, if you don't move back, move back, I'm gonna shoot. Like, that actually happened. Um, he's talking to the men trying to get, while well, he was trying to get women and children on the lifeboat. Um, oh, whoa. And, yeah, I guess he actually shot them. Two people. I think. That's what oh, I understand. Cool. So, That's yeah. crazy. But, um, yeah, so... 
Couldn't find anything else, though, like, during the actual life of the Titanic. Like, so, unfortunately. I thought it would be cool to find something, but there's nothing. Um, Okay, so now for the actual sinking of the ship. Wrote a song. Um, So, it set sail April 10th, and then um, just before midnight on April 14th, It collided with the the iceberg. There were actually six iceberg warnings before the ship hit it. Um, So the crow's nest... They were all just like, meh. Yeah, so literally, (laughs) the the crow's nest, um, they just didn't have time because they were going so fast, I guess. Slow down and turn. The two guys that were in the crow's nest um, were named Frederick Fleet and Reginald Lee. And um, they're the ones that initially spotted the iceberg. Um, iceberg! So, that's an iceberg! Iceberg, right ahead! Yeah. So, um, basically, the ocean was calm that night, which wasn't super normal. So, And they knew they were entering an area of icebergs, so they had decided to go south a little bit to try to avoid it. Didn't work. Um, but usually, if, usually, you would see the water crashing onto the bases of the icebergs but because the water was so calm that wasn't happening so it was harder to see that you know what i mean yeah so um that that made it harder and there were the binoculars the binoculars that were supposed to be on the crow's nest to look for the icebergs um were missing they weren't on the ship at all um and frederick fleet survived the sinking but he believes that if they had those binoculars i saw somewhere that he like had a key to where the binoculars were but he hadn't Mm -hmm. gone and gotten them yet um so he believes that if he had those binoculars he would have been able to prevent the sinking and the hitting it um, much. Well, if I was there, I could have stopped it. Well, he was like, there. <laughs> he just means I know, the- but it just reminds me of people that say that. Yeah, but um, he. It seems that that weighed on him a bit because, unfortunately, yeah. he survived the sinking, but he took his own life in 1965. So yeah, I would too if I could have stopped the Titanic and just didn't. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Um. So when the Titanic hit the iceberg, so Titanic hit the iceberg and it popped the, I guess, the the little screws um, and ruptured five of the compartments out of the 16 I was talking about earlier. So that meant water was going into five. Not four. Not four. Yikes. So, um, So close. Also, Frederick Fleet, I didn't say this, he was the one that said in real life the iceberg right ahead so um good for him for at least saying it um a little bit too late too little too late frederick but but um yeah so these five compartments started to flood yikes we know what could happen close the door you guys four but even if it was five i don't know man um but the way that the ship was sinking, the water was kind of going diagonally in, I guess. So it was just- Water doesn't do that, though. It does. When the ship's sinking like this, 
So the water's kind of going like this. You know what I mean? So it's like diagonal to the ship. No, the ship's going down. down so therefore the water's going up oh yeah yeah so it's going like that right like an escalator sure (laughs) (laughs) i have tears in my eyes i gotta clear them out (sighs) okay (laughs) so once they realized yikes um oh no oh no Oh, God. So, the Titanic distress signals. This is a quote. We've struck an iceberg and sinking by the head, which she told a German ship, um, didn't reply. Um, Also said, quote, we are putting passengers off in small boats. Women and children in boats cannot last much longer, losing power as it grew more bad. Um, Quote, this is Titanic CQD at engine room flooded. So, CQD was the SOS of the time. And actually, this is a little funny. Um, the SOS had just become a thing, but people were like, that's not going to catch on. Um, <laughs> so, mm. bet they feel real stupid now. So, actually, in the uh, little room that the telegraphs were happening, their first call for help included the CQD. And then somebody decided to joke hey, you should try SOS as well. It's the new call, and it may be your last chance to send it. They didn't. But it would have been your... It was your last chance, guys. Um, I never even got to try. Yeah. Yeah. So the water, you know, starts flooding, starts coming in, um, pulls down the bow of the ship. Um, The bow, I think. So the re- okay, this is kind of a. I'm gonna read from this because this is gonna explain what I was saying when I said the water was going up. So because the Titanic's compartments were not capped at the top, water from the ruptured compartments filled each succeeding compartment, causing the boat to sink diagonally and the stern to be raised up, like that. Oh yeah, it's when it was like a slide. Right. Right. So um. <sighs> Then, that's like, oh my god, that's just like the scariest water slide. Yeah, into freezing cold water. Water like that, like right down there, leads you like a thousand knives. (laughs) Um, So, oh, how cold? I don't know. How freezing? Maybe a couple. Which is why I'm not looking forward to jumping (laughs) in there after you. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so Titanic, you know, it's, it's, it's going, becoming like a slide. It gets pretty vertical, but not all the way. And then it breaks in half this part, but it's not all the way in half. The bottom is still like connected the very bottom. So it's kind of like this, like a 90 degree angle. And so when the front part of the ship starts to go down, it pulls the back part of the ship. I'm basically reenacting the beginning of the movie when he's telling Rose what happened. Um, Rue takes it like that, and 
then oh no the ship fully breaks in half so this part the front part starts going to the bottom and then the butt of the boat sticking up twerking a little bit you know bouncing a little bit (laughs) i'm gonna just get it yeah get to it titanic all right (laughs) bust down titanic (laughs) down 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 (laughs) like bottom of the ocean down (laughs) yeah so um and then after a while mans went down straight down Never was never seen, seen again. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Was the band real? The band that was playing? Yeah. The band that kept playing even though the boat got all wet? So, yeah, I was gonna get to that. The band is... it. That happened. Yes. And they actually did go down with the ship. And they really did keep playing they even kept though playing. the boat got all wet? They really... Yeah, they kept playing even though the boat got all wet. That's such an inspiring tale. <laughs> so, yeah, it took, like, over two and a half hours for the ship to fully sink. Um, so that's two over two and a half hours of terror and panic and horror and freezing and death. I get that. screaming. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so, um... The survivors in the lifeboats, which I don't know why I haven't mentioned the lifeboats yet. Guys, we all know that there were not enough. There weren't enough lifeboats, right? And that they weren't filling them all the way when they started loading people on. Yeah. Um, They were like, you just sent that one away with only like three people in it. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah, so that actually they happened. Angry. They were, yeah, they were very angry. Um, like, whoa, whoa, that was not at capacity. They're like, but we don't want that one to sink too. Yeah, um, and so yeah, that actually happened. There weren't enough lifeboats, they didn't really have a good reason, except for oh, we're not gonna need them, the ship's unsinkable. Duh, duh, um, but obviously, it's not how it worked out. So, the lifeboats that, um, that did make it out, only two went back to go through the survivors. The movie, I think it was only one. Yeah, it was just the one where she was like, (laughs) she like, (laughs) over there. Yeah. Or, Um, like, in Titanic, the journey goes on, (laughs) like, when she's on the lifeboat, and she's like, I'm sure he's out there somewhere. And they find this random guy who's alive. And then it's not him. They're just like, oh. And then they just keep going. Which is so funny because they found the survivor, but it wasn't the one that she wanted. So they were just like, it's not him. And they just kept going. And then they found him. And they were, she was like, I think his name was Will. And she's like, Will. And he's like, I'll never let you go again. <laughs> All right, so, um, so there are two that went back. Um, the one that went back way later um, than the first one, the reason that the person that was, I guess, in charge of steering that boat said that he didn't go back earlier because it would have been suicide. Drowning people will ground out, a drowning man will grab onto anything and pull anything down with it. So he was afraid that if he went back too early and too many people were still alive, then they would all try to climb onto the boat and then sink that boat. Which is a valid... I think it's valid. I understand. What? 
I said, I understand. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I think it's valid, but um, still a lot of people died. And how many could you have saved? Like, right. you know what I mean? So, yeah, that sucks. Um, the Carpathia is the name of the ship that responded to the distress call. That's such a um, pretty name. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so, the sur- I always wondered, like, where they went. Because, like, in the movie, they were just, like, on the front deck. And yeah. it seemed like they'd been sleeping there and stuff. So, I was like, is that, like, actually what happened? Not necessarily. Some went and stayed um, and basically roommates with the uh, passengers of the Carpathia. And some of the um, big, like, rooms were transferred into dormitories for the rest of the four days that they were heading to New York. Um, and it got to New York on April 18th, 1912. Oh. So, yeah. Um, I'm gonna just mention it's not that big of, I mean, it's a huge deal, but not too important for what we're talking about. But the wreckage, when it was found, it was found accidentally in <laughs> 1985. Because they looked so much for it that they just kind of gave up. They were like, we're never going to find it. It's the, the bottom of the ocean in the middle of the Atlantic. What, what the, no, we're not going to do this anymore. So there was a um, French expedition led by Robert Ballard. And they were looking for two submarines that had, like, from the Navy or something that had gone missing. And instead, they found the Titanic. So... Thanks, Robert Ballard. Cool. Yeah. So, um, that's cool. (sighs) Okay. Almost done. We're getting there. Um, so I'm going to talk about some of this, the people on the ship, some of the survivors. So this is what I, I was, I mentioned her earlier, but I didn't say her name yet. Violet Jessup is the name of a woman. She was a nurse on the Titanic. She would boarded the Titanic when she was 24, she worked on it um so fun fact about violet is that she also was on the rms olympic when it collided with the warship and she survived that and then she decided to get on the titanic she was on the titanic when it sank obviously um (laughs) (laughs) um, and then four years later she got on the third sister ship of the two called the rms britannic and um, the Britannic sank because of an explosion. So the Olympic didn't sink. The Olympic, um, like, made its way to shore. But the Titanic and the Britannic were the ones that sank. But she survived all three. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, wait. The first guy that we were talking about, I the thought captain. he survived the first one that sank and then yeah i messed that up that was my fault he was on the one that collided with the warship but that was the olympic but the olympic didn't sink it just had a huge it was like oh it was just a collision it was just a collision it didn't sink so the other two sank well god imagine being that company with three like failed boats yeah that was supposed to be the best that sucked for them a lot so this part I don't know if this needs a trigger warning, but um, we're going to talk about the dogs on the ship. Um, because I think it's important to talk about. I know, I know. Because I, I remember watching the movie 
and being like, no way, they, were, they allowed dogs on the ship. Wait, the ship sinks? What happened to the dogs? Didn't Stop, see the I dogs in the lifeboat. I know, dogs. but it, don't worry, I have a good, st- it's gonna end okay. It's gonna end okay. <laughs> so, there were, unfortunately, at least 12 dogs on the ship. First class often traveled with their dogs. They had a kennel, um, but some kept them in their rooms. It just kind of depended on, depended on the dog. There was one woman who loved her dog so much. I think it was a Great Dane. Um, And she refused to get on a lifeboat without her dog. So, and then later it was said that the ships, the, not the ships, the lifeboats that went back to look for people that were alive um, found a woman frozen in the water with her arms wrapped around her dog. and i saw that on multiple (laughs) accounts so i think that that's true um but good for her for staying with her dog and not leaving it because i guarantee half the other people just left their dog that's horrible i know but i would give my dog the spot on the lifeboat before me me too (laughs) but guess what what three dogs survived of 12 <laughs> but they survived the dog survived That's and order i know i know but at least some some did um so the dogs that survived were there was a pomeranian named lady oh there was a pekingese named sunya yeah named sunya sen oh <laughs> <laughs> and then there was another pomeranian that wasn't um named so only the small dog survived mm-hmm. and the reason that um people think that they survived one of them i believe it was the pekingese um their owner like had the the dog like in her coat and the guy was like you can't have that on the lifeboat and she was like he's dead he's dead already he froze just let me take but he wasn't dead so queen for doing that okay um, that's what i would have done and yeah. I taught my dog to play dead. Right, exactly. Yeah. So they let her they let her keep it. So and it survived. So Yay. there were a few dogs that did survive it. Um there were also cats. Oh, I don't really care. No cats survived. Um oh, well, that's <laughs> sucks for them. Oh god. Um but yeah, so th- th- that's that's good. I it, it made me glad to hear that like at least some of them survived. You know, I guess I wish all of them did, but realistically none of them should have so good that those three did um now there is okay another survivor her name is eliza gladys milvina dean she was the last survivor on the world of the titanic the oldest she was also the youngest on the ship when it set sail she was two months old when she was on the Titanic. So, obviously, she didn't remember it. Um, She was in third class. um, And then, later in life, she recovered a lot of the treasure. She didn't know that she was on the Titanic until she was eight years old. Her her father passed away, but her mother and her and her brother survived. Um, Her mother wanted to get remarried and then um, decided that was the time that she needed to tell Eliza about 
being on the Titanic. Right. Um, so, in 1958, there was a... The first movie made about the Titanic was called A Night to Remember. She went and watched it, um, but she found it so upsetting that she refused to, to watch anything else about the Titanic. She didn't watch the Titanic movie, the, the one that we know. Mm-hmm. Um, she refused to watch anything else, which is understandable. She was literally on it. Um, and it kind of sucks that they made it into a love story, but a great love story what at a that. A good one, um, right? But, you know, I can see how that can be upsetting. Um, so Eliza was 96 when she unfortunately fell and broke her hip and she couldn't afford the medical bills. So a lot of the Titanic memorabilia that she had um, ended up getting over the years, so actual stuff from the wreckage that she ended up getting, she had to sell a lot of it to pay her medical bills. So um, these included a letter sent to her mother from the Titanic Relief Fund, a suitcase given to them in New York after the sinking, those are like things from after the singing, but she also, I believe, had some stuff that was like recovered. Um, so the sale of these items raised approximately forty-one thousand five hundred and seventy dollars. So wow, but obviously it was hard for her to afford anything else other than her uh-huh. medical bills. She lived in a um, retirement home, but even though um, Eliza refused to watch Titanic. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet, and James Cameron paid for her housing bills until she died after the medical bill fiasco. Wait, that's so sweet. Yeah, so, um, apparently I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is true, but, um, she didn't want any help. She was like, I don't need it, I don't need it, I don't need it, but they were like, no, let us help you, let us help you. So they paid her housing bills until she died at the age of 97 in 2009. She died of pneumonia. Not, um, oh my god, that's kind of crazy to think that, like, we were alive at the same time as someone who was on the Titanic. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. So her ashes were scattered in Southampton into the same harbor where the Titanic took sail. And that's kind of awful. This is what I I wrote. I don't know if she asked for that because maybe because her dad died on the Titanic. She didn't remember her dad or whatever. I don't know if she asked for that, but if she she didn't ask for that, that is so fucked up. Oh my god. What the fuck? That's fucked up. Like, why would you do that? But you know what? Maybe she asked for that, and if she asked for that, then good for for her. But if she didn't... uh, Wow. (laughs) Like, that's kind of... That's horrible. (laughs) Yeah. So... uh, Now we're gonna get into... The movie, what's real and what's not real. So, the movie costed what today would be equivalent to $360 million to make. This wow. Included, like, they made a full replica of the ship in the water in Mexico and re- recreated the sinking in the water in Mexico. Um, but when they tried to do that, that set got fucked up and um, they had to disassemble it. And then, obviously, there was sets inside and outside and all all this stuff. Green screens. It took a lot of money. Um, And this is more expensive than the Titanic itself was to build. So, they spent more money on the movie than they did on the actual ship. 
I saw different things about the Titanic costing less because someone, like, I, I, I couldn't do the math to see how much the Titanic would have cost to build now, but um, someone said that that was true, and if it is true, then wow. If it's not true, sorry I gave you a wrong fact. <laughs> um, so, another thing is obviously the famous two scenes from Titanic when Jack's at the boat of the ship, like, I'm king of the world, and also, do you trust me, Rose? Um, both of those scenes were at the bow of the ship. Well, um, on Titanic, no third-class passengers or really any passengers were allowed forward of the splash guard of the bow right. um, because that's very dangerous. Yeah. Um, so too much, like, machinery and bad railings not really safe so that wasn't allowed that wouldn't have happened um oh there was a a sign like on the actual titanic that said no one passed this point like for the bow so mm -hmm. there's a picture of it somewhere we're gonna get to the heart of the ocean this is what you've all been waiting for so in the movie um cal gives rose the heart of the ocean a very expensive sapphire looking diamond um, to show her his love? insane love for her, <laughs> love um, being a working wife. A salt, but... mm -hmm. um, and then, obviously, it's the big thing in the whole movie, Rose throws in the ocean at the end. So, Heart of the... I hit something. The Heart of the Ocean isn't real, but right. um, it's based on the Hope Diamond. Um, which was the diamond that King Louis the Sixteenth of France gave to Marie Antoinette to add to her jewelry collection. Um, but I did read this somewhere. I don't know how reliable the source is, but I'm gonna say it's true because I really, really want it to be true. Um, so apparently... There was, there was a diamond on the ship that was beautiful sapphire surrounded by diamonds called the Love of the Sea, um, which belonged to 19-year-old Kate Florence Phillips and her, um, I, I believe, fiancé, Henry Samuel Morley, um, which he was 20 years older than her um, and also her boss. <laughs> wow but he gave her the necklace as a token of her of his love to her um and they were second class and henry died and kate survived Aww. so if that's true then maybe there is a little bit more truth to the the movie itself possible um yeah so that's cool um obviously the characters that were real um is captain smith um, Thomas Andrews, and then also Molly Brown, the unsinkable Molly Brown, um, John Jacob Astor, Bruce Ismay, and Officer Murdoch. Um, there was a Jay Dawson on the ship, oh. but his first name was Joseph, and he worked on the ship um, down below. I don't think that he survived. Mm. Um, and yeah, the musicians kept playing. That was true, and I have a quote somewhere in here about it so we'll hear that at the end um and then there were six people 
that were saved when the lifeboats went back the way that Rose was saved in the movie. So only six people out of all of those people were saved. Only 706 people survived the sinking of the Titanic and 1,500 people died. Um, Last thing about the wreckage before we move on to the fun part um, (laughs) is that um, we have, like, scientists say that we have around 30-ish years for the Titanic to fully disappear and decompose and not be there anymore. So it's it's there right now. We're sitting here and the Titanic is on the same earth that we are, but in 30 or so years, it won't be. It will not be. Um, just be decomposed and covered in lots of sand and so we're gonna have to do all the research that we can for now. <laughs> okay, um, I, I have ghost stories um, about the Titanic. So wow. just, just to be a little bit fun for, for a second after all that's sad. Um, so some people say that they see like ghost ships like in the sea that sank a long time ago. Um, and people have wondered, well, if that's true. Have you seen the Titanic? Some people say that they have. Um, so a lot of ships passing by the site of the sinking, um, which is near Newfoundland, Canada, um, report seeing orbs in the same area that it sank. Oh. Um, so... I'm sure there's a bunch of them there. I wouldn't be surprised. Kind of sucks they're right. still there, though. Yeah. Um, I would hope that they would at least fly the rest of the way to New York City, float right. a little bit. Um, kind of fulfill their purpose. Yeah. But um, m- multiple orbs have been spotted hovering near the Titanic site on more than one occasion. Submarines sailing around the site have said that they get strange signals of interference on their radios, like SOS messages from no source. That, like, huh. Yeah, it gave me chills, too. That one kind of gave me chills. I had to look behind me. Yeah, I would. <laughs> um, I just get against the wall in a second. Those computers start, like, <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Okay. Um, so, um, in 1977... This is a quote from the website that I got this from. Um, in 1977, second office Leonard Bishop of the SS Winterhaven gave one of his passengers a tour of his ship. The passenger was soft-spoken, had a British accent, and was unusually attentive to detail. Something about the man struck Bishop as odd, but he couldn't quite put his finger on what seemed out of place. A few years later, someone showed him a picture of Captain Edward Smith, and Bishop said, I know that man. I gave him a tour of my boat. His companion laughed and said, impossible. That man was the captain of the Titanic. Imagine just giving a tour to the, uh, the, the, the right. captain of Titanic and not even knowing. Like, I know. I would be so embarrassed if I just didn't know that he was the captain of Titanic. Well, how uh, would you know what he looks like? I know what he looks like. Do you not know what he looks like? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, oh. I, I wouldn't expect that guy to just be like, 
you know who you look like? You look like the you captain know, of the Titanic. <laughs> I would, because this this dude, like, works on ships. I would think that in his shipboarding school, he would have l- learned about the Titanic, <laughs> at least, and known, like, the captain at the very least. Like, I guess. He's important, but... Well, like, you see a lot of faces. That's true. That's a good point. Not everyone was as obsessed with the Titanic as I was, and I have to exactly. accept that. <sighs> okay, so that was my little my little ghost section. This is the last one. This last last section. We're done almost. Let me change my position for this. Okay. So, I have some quotes from some Titanic survivors um, that I wanted to share. Um, so this one is about what I told you, um, someone had a quote about the musicians that kept playing. So Lawrence Beasley, who is a survivor, said, quote, many brave things were done that night, but none more brave than those by, than those few men playing minute after minute as the ships settled quietly lower and lower into the sea. The music they played serving alike as their own immortal requiem and their right to be recorded on the rolls of undying fame. Unquote. (laughs) Um, So, props to them. I didn't look for their names. I don't think I even looked, but I should have, because... I'm, like, more attached to them than I am with, like, the entire event. (laughs) Like, I care so deeply for those musicians. Yeah. I hope that they... Maybe maybe they reincarnated into me! (laughs) Whoa. I am the musicians from the Titanic. Because All three of them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so this is Colonel Archibald Gracie, another Titanic survivor. He says, quote, My friend Clinch Smith made the proposition that we should leave and go towards the stern, but then ar- there arose before us from the decks below a mass of humanity several lines deep converging on the boat deck, facing us and completely blocking our passage to the stern. There were women in the crowd as well as men, and these seemed to be steerage passengers who had just come up from the decks below. Even, even among these people, there was no hysterical cry, no evidence of panic. Oh, the agony of it. So, like... Mm-hmm. In the movie, obviously, everyone's screaming, but, like, I can imagine, like, I would just be frozen. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, can you imagine, like, being there and it just being, like, silent? Other than the creaking of the ship literally breaking under you? splashing of people in the water. Um, And then Jack B. Thayer said about this time people began jumping from the stern my friend milton long and myself stood beside each other and jumped on the rail we did not give each other any messages from back home because neither thought we would ever get back that's really sad like thinking like just thinking about like being in that situation like knowing that you're probably gonna die like within the next hour is no thanks terrifying no thanks um this one I I did quite think was interesting and a little bit familiar. Um, Charles Lightoller, who was the second officer aboard the Titanic, said, quote, striking the water was like a thousand knives being driven into one's body. The temperature was 28 degrees, four, de- four degrees below freezing. So, mm. Charles, tell me, Charles. 
Did you your real on name? the movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that sounded, I was just like, hmm, maybe that's where James Cameron, I know James Cameron did so much. He did so much for this, so. Well, I, obviously. I just mean, like, even going to, like, the extremes of, like, hearing a quote from a survivor and being like, no, I'm gonna make Jack say that. <laughs> yeah. Like, good, hi, James Cameron? Be on, Be the, on the pod. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, so, Ava Hart is another Titanic survivor. Um, I believe she said that she was only eight at the time, or only seven. Um, uh, she said, the sounds of people drowning are something that I cannot describe to you, and neither can anyone else. It's the most dreadful sound, and there's a terrible silence that follows it. Uh, seven. Um, Jack, Jack. That was awful. I know. Jack B. Thayer again said... The partly filled lifeboats standing by about a hundred yards away never came back. Why on earth they never came back is a mystery. How could any human being feel, fail to heed those cries? So, agreed, Jack. Yeah. Um, and then Ava Hart again said, I was only seven, but I remember thinking that everything in the world was standing still. She said, my mother had a premonition from the very word go. She knew there was something to be afraid of, and the only thing that she felt strongly about was that to say a ship was unsinkable was flying in the face of God. Those were her That's words. what I was saying. Yeah, so, and she, but she's thinking that, and she still got on that ship, and she, I believe that Ava Hart's mother was mm. psychic. Yeah. Um, so, Lawrence Beasley, another survivor, said, then creeping over the the edge of the sea, we saw a single light, and presently a second below it. It seemed almost too good to be true, and I think everyone's eyes were filled with tears, men's as well as women's, all around as we heard shouts and cheers. So that was when the Carpathia finally showed up. Um, also, I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't see it in here, so I didn't say it. But um, it's actually, um, there was another ship that heard the distress signals from the Titanic that was way closer than the Carpathia was, um, but they just didn't reply. Oh, yeah, I feel like I... Mm -hmm. i thought i heard that before too yeah yeah apparently that's true and then the last uh couple quotes are of thomas andrews mr mr andrews um who went down with the ship unfortunately because he built it and he said sorry i didn't build you a stronger ship bros stop um he stands there like looking at the clock yeah oh my (sighs) god that's, like, the same feeling as, like, the moment Captain Smith, like, is in the the thing. But um, Thomas Andrews said, I know this isn't scientific, but the ship's war- warning me she's going to die and take a lot of people with her. <sighs> before, obviously, before he died. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after he died. <laughs> I meant before the, t- the Titanic set sail, and then I meant, oh, obviously he died on the Titanic. Right. <laughs> Um, he also said before it set sail, let the truth be known. No ship is unsinkable. The bigger the ship, the easier it is to sink her. I I learned long ago that if you design how a ship will sink, you can keep her afloat. I proposed all the watertight compartments and the double hole to slow these ships from sinking. In that way, you get everyone off. There's time for help to arrive. The ship's less likely to break apart and kill someone when she's going down. So... That that one in in and of itself like freaks me out because yeah. in the same quote he says if you know how it'll sh- sink you can keep it afloat 
and then goes on to describe almost exactly how he said, um, you get everyone off, it's less likely to break apart and kill people. It literally broke in half. Yeah. That's insane. And I also read that it wasn't built with the best materials because they were trying to get it out so fast and a lot of that stuff as well, which might have also had some something to do with with the sinking. But yeah, that one, that last one I felt like was a good last one just because it... Yeah, oh my god. It, it, it's like he knew, he knew. And he right. says that he knew. That's... But I, I do, like, I don't think, even if he didn't go down with the ship, he couldn't have handled it mm-hmm. so and that <laughs> that is uh, the titanic the titanic everything wow. that i could find about it and yeah that was a lot and i learned a lot and it was kind of fun it was weird at first but like i got used to it and then it was mm-hmm. kind of cool that was cool felt like felt like a, a true morbid moment for us yeah and i guess we learned today that i am the reincarnation of the musicians (laughs) and you are obviously the reincarnation of like the captain or like whoever it was who liked the mayo sandwiches whoever that was it was the captain yeah you're you're so hard not to mention that this whole time (laughs) i think i've probably told everyone that i knew that i and i was like that's so annoying who you are (laughs) the captain yes no because i feel like you know what he looks like um (laughs) big big guy with a white beard easy (laughs) um that's how i imagine that sounds like you i'm just saying (laughs) (laughs) No, I feel like the captain would have been reincarnated to someone that, like, actually does something cool with their life. Maybe you will. And we'll get back to that on the next episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah. That was, that was the Titanic. Um, let us know if you thought this was kind of a cool episode. Or if you absolutely hated it and never want to hear us talk again. You despised it and just want to hear us be annoying like we were on the first two episodes. Tell some random stories. Yeah. Um, But that was fun. I had fun. And it was really cool to do the research on that. Now Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to start doing research on things I actually don't know anything about. Um, I was thinking Pompeii would be a really cool one to do. Because I, I think volcanoes are cool. Or, like, Mount St. Helens. But that's not too much oh. information. Yeah, my dad saw that. Yeah, mine too. What your dad, like, saw, how, where did he see it? He see like, it from here? his, like, living room window. He lived there? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Doug Legan, be on the pod for no. that one. <laughs> it will interview Doug. I'll interview him. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll maybe do something <laughs> like that. And then... I feel like my true crime itch isn't scratched. Um, Yeah, I really want to talk about a crime. I do too. So I'm thinking, I I mentioned this to Kira. I was thinking that maybe... Can we we do a Kira episode? Of course we can do a Kira episode. We can do as many Kira episodes as you want. Yeah. Um, I would, like, I definitely think that we're going to do an episode on the big guys. Mm -hmm. Because... um, 
they're so f- just interesting. interesting to talk about. I was going to say fun, but maybe not the right word. <laughs> um, but I also, like, don't want to – we mentioned, like, I don't want to be a true crime pod because there's so there many. there are so many. And, and like, they all have covered We don't have really anything – I feel like we don't have anything, like, new to bring to that table. Exactly. So, so if you just like to hear us talk and you already know the story – like, I know I've listened to the Jeffrey Dahmer story at least like, ten times. By, like, Ted 20 Bundy different too. people, right. But, but I – it's equally interesting every time I hear it. So we probably will do, like, the big guys, but – um. I was also saying that maybe something different that I haven't really seen as often is just, like, fully cold cases or mysteries mm-hmm. that we don't really know how it ended, even if they're still open, the real, right. like, mysterious ones. Um, I know that some some podcasts do that, but it's definitely not as much as the majority. Um, so us when we're also BuzzFeed Unsolved. Which we also are, but... So true! <laughs> no, Paige is literally Ryan Vergara, and I'm Shane. Like, very it's, true. like, scary. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's uh, very true. We have just such specific personalities. Any duo, any, any duo is us. You can compare us. Like, <laughs> literally. Jack and Rose. I'm Jack, obviously. <laughs> and I'm like, you're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> you know oh, she was so other, mean to me the other night other oh, wait, i'll save that for another time <laughs> what are some <laughs> other duos um <laughs> zach and cody obviously i don't know i really wanted to say i'm zach but i know i'm cody i know oh. i'm cody <laughs> i'm zach <laughs> <laughs> um austin and ally i'm austin and ally you're actually des and trish sorry um I mean, <laughs> okay i'm so okay with that i you, you know what i literally am trish too i was gonna That's say crazy. you're literally yeah. trish but i literally work so many jobs it's insane yeah i literally and sent like, her the day that i got the job at walmart i think i sent you like you the, sent a picture a trish of trish picture. and guess who got a job at walmart? yeah and i was like you can buy me kazoos now yeah um um we're every famous duo, I suppose. I suppose. Max and Ruby. I'm Max and you're Ruby. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Because you're always telling me I can't do things. This is And true. I say one word. <laughs> every episode. <laughs> yeah, sounds like us. I just remembered when you were like, the water was going up. And I was like, the ship is going down. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That was a max moment. That was. Water goes up. <laughs> that was so funny. You're not taller. You're smaller. And then what was Max's word in that episode? It was like, taller or something. <laughs> he put cotton candy on his head and he wore some high heels. Alex okay, and Max. Harper. Oh my god. What? Alex and Harper. True. That one's hard. We're, like, kind of both of them. Yeah. Yeah. We both are, like, bad asses, like Alex. Yeah, but we're also but both, we're like, also like, funny like, and silly and wacky. And boy crazy, like, Harper. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just thought of one, and then it immediately left my brain. We didn't think of a title for this series. We will. 
Oh, also, sorry that this episode didn't come out the on the the week that I said it would because yeah. I uh, we knew before we started the podcast in general we were like we're not going to be able to do an episode a week we don't no. see each other enough and then we did two episodes and I was like I can get them out in two weeks and so I did and they were exactly a week apart and I was like this is perfect now we just have to try to keep on this and then it didn't happen mm-hmm. and it probably won't ever happen again yeah. <laughs> but um so it was fun while it lasted we don't have a set schedule we'll post when we post get over it yeah yeah we're not famous enough to be letting people down so don't worry yeah we will be one day someday Someday. i thought you were singing the same song as me i wasn't i was i was gonna start to sing a song and then i couldn't (laughs) think of a song that had someday so (laughs) i just said someday Sunday. Anyway, Sunday, not Sunday. Anything else for us to add? It's pretty long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're done. <laughs> um. Well, thanks for listening. If you made it through it. Um, yeah. Thank you. Um. If you didn't. You're not hearing this, but fuck you. Um, Follow us on social media. So true. Um, my Instagram is at vampage with two V's. My Instagram is at Kira Legan with one of each letter. <laughs> um, my TikTok and my Twitter are the same as my Instagram. And mine aren't. You'll have to figure that out for yourself. Um, guess if you didn't listen to the first two podcasts, you better do that. Just kidding. I think my Twitter's the same. But I also don't post on Twitter. I just like and retweet stuff from other people. So. Um, do you want to email us? If you do. If you do, if any questions, comments, or concerns, you can. Um, at kiralegan at iCloud.com. And pagemc314 at gmail.com. Yeah, but also that might be linked to my Instagram. So. Mine definitely is, I think. Yeah, so. You could do that, I suppose. Yeah, and I think that's all from us tonight. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening. You've been uh, listening to Not Thoughts with Thoughts. Thoughts with Thoughts. Um, Again, new name coming soon. Yes, uh, let us know if you have ideas in any of the social media. Let us we know just if you said. are Mikey Way and you have an idea for us. That too. Um, and I'm Paige and sh- that's Kira and that's true. <laughs> we and this will- is our podcast. Gwen, we're going to stop talking and oh hurting God. your ears now. I Walk literally away. just watched a video today. We're not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, so one of Curtis Connor's friends that I'm also subscribed to, his name is Dean. He's lovely. He posted a video and I watched it yesterday and it was talking about how everybody thinks they need to make a podcast, but like (laughs) a lot of people just aren't funny and need to be told that (laughs) they don't need to make a podcast. But he was mostly talking about like white men. So I think we're a little bit in the clear. Um, but I was just, like, the whole time I was, like, 
I felt like, oh, that was hurting a little bit. <laughs> yeah. The first two are all over the we'll place. We'll talk about important But I do things. have some topics for the next one. I do one. have topics, too, of, like, important things that I want to talk about. So. Oh. All right. Well, but, but, but for this one, we've been talking for a little bit too long. My mouth is dry. This is going to um, be a really long episode. Yeah. So Sorry. thanks for sticking through it, if you did. If not, once again, fuck you. I don't want to talk to you ever again. Right. Um, so, Yeah. Anyway, that's all. Bye. We're going to stop talking.